Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end. It is New Year's Eve, and we have been saving today's guest specifically for this week as we leave 2020 in the dust and welcome 2021. Jen Lee is the VP of Sales and Marketing at Travel Planners International. She has over 30 years of business consulting, management, and sales experience, and she's been a huge supporter of the travel advisor community ever since she started at TPI. If anyone has ever heard Jen Lee speak, you know why we've been saving her for mm-hmm. this week. And I, you know, Karina and I were discussing how we really wanted to end 2020 on a note of being hopeful and optimistic because I don't know about you, but I've, I'm seeing a little bit of an uptick in terms of interest and inquiries and bookings yeah. now. And we know that we, we can only go up from what we've gone through in 2020. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? What's happened has happened. It's time to dust off our boots and get back to work. And, uh, you know, instead of saying that Jen is the cherry on top of 2020, we are saying like she is the firecracker of a start to 2020. She's the pre-workout. Is that a good thing to say? Yes, she is. She will get you pumped up for 2021. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) We are really thrilled to share our conversation with Jen Lee with you, and we hope that you leave this episode feeling as hopeful and fired up as we are. But before we do, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. We are absolutely delighted to have the Jen Lee on the episode with us this week on the Tin Lounge. Yeah. I mean, Karina and I have been saving her for the end of 2020 because I, me and Karina were talking, we knew we needed like a shot of, I don't know, optimism, like go getting like all this stuff to get us into 2021. And so glad we can make this happen, Jen. Thanks so much for being on with us this yes, week. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, I am over the moon giddy <laughs> uh, with, The opportunity. I love how we're all coming up with the new words. I've been listening to your podcast since day one. And I was like, one day they'll invite me and I get to use my alternative word to excite. We were saving you. We were saving you for when we really need that shot of adrenaline. (laughs) And we knew like going into the new year was the perfect time. Absolutely. Well, and I also now also feel like a fine wine or a fine chocolate. We've been saving you, you know, for like (laughs) a special occasion. for a special occasion. But yes, I mean, I got to tell you, one of the things I missed this year uh, in 2020 was being able to go to some of the conferences where I got to speak on stage or meet advisors from all over the country. Because um, for those who have met me, and, and obviously Teresa and Corrine know me very well, um, I do get very giddy with the excitement um, when I get an opportunity to be in front of you rock stars. Because it's from day one, when I first got into this industry, I truly um, felt like I was where I was supposed to be. Like the good Lord above put me exactly where I was supposed to be because the messaging that needed to be out there for um, entrepreneurs, travel agency owners, travel advisors, just wasn't the messaging that I liked. And I haven't been quiet since then. And um, it brings me, yeah, I know, right? It just brings me such joy. 
You have been such an incredible cheerleader for the travel industry since the day that um, I, I met you, which was at a conference, you know, before I even was part of TPI, I that I saw you at a conference, you were speaking on how to pitch the media. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the energy that I feel like I need to bring my business forward. Mm -hmm. And throughout this past year, you have been on a lot of webinars and Zoom calls with different um organizations. And I remember this one webinar, I can't recall who it was with, but I remember something that you said, and I texted you immediately after you said it, you, we were talking about how we were not sure where the industry was going. A lot of people were dealing with canceled bookings, um, rescheduling. It was all so chaotic. And you said, even if we had to start from the very beginning to build up our business again, we've already gone through it yep. once. And we are more than capable yep. of doing it again. And now with even more experience. And after you said that, I texted you and I'm like, oh my goodness, I think I'm going to cry right now because that was exactly what I needed to hear at that time. And I feel like that message is still true today as we move into 2021. It's more and more true, right? Because so we true. are so more well, so much more well equipped. It's like, if I could do... If I could go back knowing what I know now while we're being given that opportunity, it doesn't necessarily feel like an opportunity all the time, but it absolutely is if you choose to see it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm so glad you texted me to you know give me that feedback, Teresa. Don't make me cry now because you know I'm a sappy one. I will cry at a drop of a dime. But I think it is, it was definitely something that I thought about back then as, listen, guys, you've done this already. But if you think about everything that all of y'all went through in 2020 and every business that's actually still around, whether they chose to still stay around um, or they chose to close down for a variety of reasons, I never fault anyone who says, listen, I'm out. I never fault anyone for that. But you, you have learned, you've gone through a 365 day, it seems like, cycle of from beginning to rebranding, remessaging, um, understanding who you really want as a client, understanding who you really deserve as a client, which is very important in the entrepreneurial space. Um, being picky about who you partner with, who are the partners that made an impact. Um, we know those that did not make a very good impact. We know those that did. So this is, you know, your chance to really um, do all of it. And I feel like every advisor I talked to has really sat down and looked at their business and um, have had some hard conversations with themselves and made adjustments. Um, so, so I think it, it continues, you know, the one thing that I don't think we should go into 21 thinking that all, you know, the floodgates are going to open up and everybody and their brother, you know, we're going to go to Europe or we're going to do all, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, it just, it just keeps being delayed and delayed. But so, so I think we need to just sit in that for a second and say, okay, so that's what it is. Now, what, what do I do? Because maybe the, because a lot of our advisors, a lot of advisors listening, you guys relied a lot on cruises and, and you can't do that or going to Europe. You can't do that. So you don't go into 21 thinking um, all is going to be rosy. Like it might not be. But I think we're much better prepared for sure. Absolutely. And one of the biggest things that I've seen from the industry, from fellow travel advisors and suppliers is how they have adapted to the changing times. And I know we've heard that a million times already this year, but like you had mentioned, a lot of travel advisors relied on cruises, but they've had to expand mm -hmm. their offerings to survive and to grow. And that is a mindset that I mm -hmm. think would be really helpful for us going into 2021. It might not be what we expect because 
nothing was what we expected. And I'm not planning for the entire year. I think I'm looking more at quarters to kind of say, okay, I'm going to do Q1, yep. see what that looks like, and then go into Q2, see what that looks like. Because we had all these grand plans for 2020, best decade ever, you know, best year ever. Um, <laughs> and look what happened. We yep. had to reset and we had to look back at what, what we've been doing and changing ourselves really. Yeah. No, that's so true, Teresa. And I think uh, what I would encourage everyone to do is to still put together that 12 month at the end of the year. This is, um, I used to do this all the time. I would write in January and I'll probably do it on, on New Year's Day. You know, this time next year, it's January 1st, 2022. And I'm kind of almost making, I'm writing out what I experienced in 21. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy type thing. It's like, I overcame the fact of this because I adjusted this. And then we were able to do that. And so sometimes you got to look far in advance, but then focus on the process. Um, I'm a huge Alabama fan, Roll Tide, and Nick Saban is the head coach for Alabama. And one of the things he talks about and the reason why he's so successful is a couple of things, but one of them is that he knows what the long game is, right? He knows what he wants it to look like, but he never talks about it again. He kind of like puts it out there. We're going to win the national championship. He talks, he speaks of, he doesn't even talk about winning the Southeastern. He doesn't talk about how can we win this game. He doesn't talk about how we can get this touchdown. He never talks about even how to get the first down, the next down, nothing. What he talks about is he says each individual player has to focus on their process and stay true to that process. And it doesn't matter. And this is a lesson that we've all learned. And I used to be in real estate and we learned it in real estate. We've all learned that it doesn't matter how successful you are. If the phone is just ringing off the hook, you've dropped the ball in the process of marketing yourself. And guess when it's bit you in the butt this past year, right? You dropped the ball on trying to get technology because you didn't need technology to keep up with your, your clients because they always kept up with you, right? Uh, how many people are saying, oh my goodness, none of my clients want to travel. Okay, go find new clients. But because we, we lived in the heyday, prior to uh, 2020 hitting, we, we, we didn't work on the process. And so one of the things that I love about Nick Saban is we could be winning 72 to three and he, and somebody gets, does a, a foul. Like, is that what they call it? A foul? I watch football all the time. Yeah, it's a foul. But we have some sort of problem and uh, we get like a, a five, a five yard penalty. He's yelling and screaming and throwing the clipboard down as if it was a tied game. And so you, you know, I'd say going into 21, hold yourself accountable, give yourself that goal, and then hold yourself accountable to those processes, because those are the little wins that you need along the way. And that's what you have control over. We don't have control over the CDC. We don't have control over the vaccine, who gets it, who doesn't get it, who wants it, who doesn't want it. Uh, you know, we don't have control over any of that. Focus on what you have control over. And a lot of times that's the process. Absolutely. I could talk for hours. Are you sure you don't want me to talk? <laughs> I have to do like a, a, an episode two or something with Jen Lee later on. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> or this won't be such a mini mini bar. <laughs> There's just this is just an opportunity. Go into twenty one thinking infinite yeah. game. You know, the infinite game is the game where you're you're beating yourself. You're not winning against anything else. You're not trying to get from A to B and then you've won. The infinite game is that you're constantly reevaluating. You're in constant motion of looking at that process, looking at what's working, what's not working. Um, and who, again, who do you want to serve? How do you want to serve them? And where are they hanging out? 
you know, guys, if you can answer those three questions, you're well on your way to a <clears throat> super strong business plan. I'm, Who do I want to serve? How do I want to and where do I want to hang out? Where do they hang out? Sorry, Go ahead, sorry. I'm definitely changing uh, who I want to serve. Like I'm being, I'm going to be much pickier now. There are certain people that it's become mm -hmm. very, I've had a lot of clarity and certain clients who I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's not worth it. When it, at the end of the day, uh, trying to be everything for everybody is not worth it. So I feel so much more focused mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, at Journeys, we have a team of advisors. So I have people to maintain our volume, to, to help my um, our team grow their business, I can just offer those clients. Like, I, I don't want to work with them because of X, Y, Z. If you want to, here you go. If not, you know, tell them to pound sand. Just kidding. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and, and honestly, no is a complete yes. sentence. I mean, it's no, you don't have to justify your no. Just say no. It's okay. You can just say, no, thank you. Go, go call somebody else. Um, or this is how we work. That's the other thing I was talking about. Um, I was on a webinar the other day and I said, you know, the more you take control in the beginning of the relationship with your clients and the more you take control in the beginning of the relationship with yourself, the more you take control in the beginning and you walk yourself and walk your clients step by step, the more they will do what you tell them to do. Again, Karina and Teresa ha have known me for years and they hear me say this all the time that every travel partner um, gets nervous and scared and respectful at the same time when I say it. I just say to them, just do what I tell you to do and everything's going to work out just fine. And you know what? Your clients are looking for you to do mm -hmm. that as well. Uh, something Karina, you guys mentioned on a previous podcast, which was you have to be a smarter travel advisor and don't be scared by that. You know, be motivated by that. Um, I, I've always uh, despised when advisors walk around and lazily say, oh, I add value. Nobody cares. Nobody knows what you mean. Show the value. You know, the, the, the minimum bar is excellence. That's where you begin. Yeah. You begin at excellence. You begin at knowledge. You begin at advice. Your job is to guide them step by step, take control of the process. They will refer you left and right. Um, you, you, you will have such control over your destiny if you do that. So, um, you know, really pay close attention to that infinite game and that you're in it for the long haul. Even if that's only the next five years, that's the long haul for you. Um, and 21 is going to be sweeter than 19, I believe, uh, because you're going to be going into this with, if you do it right, I should say, let me, let me clarify that 21 could be sweeter than 19 because you're more in tune with what you want and don't want. Number one, you got You're probably, uh, departing from what you know to be true and real from the past. It's that outcome that you don't have a, um, a crystal ball for. Focus on those processes and liberate yourself from the, the past. Liberate yourself from the past and just start I fresh. Like and 21 could, be, 21 could be so much sweeter. It will be so much sweeter than 19. I, 20, I think, I, I think, I don't know if everyone's like, our calendar is going to be thrown away. Like what's going to happen in the history of like, you know, like there's floor 13, the 13th floor <laughs> goes away on all the ships and stuff. Is like 20 just going to disappear out of like the history books? I don't know. Is it just going to go mean, away? Or is it going to be the greatest? I might make a scrapbook, a little shadow box, keep all the memories in there. Because honestly, I'm going to burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, you know, a curse in some senses. But in other ways, I see it as a year that provided me so many opportunities that I 
never would have had if 2020 hadn't happened. And like it's this podcast. Like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just finding the silver lining exactly. in, you know, a year that was, you know, I remember being between like March and June and into July, just absolutely, I was like so depressed, like anxiety was so high up. It was just so tough. But the thing is, everyone was feeling it with me. And Mm-hmm. Taking the lessons we've learned from that, I absolutely agree that 21 can be way sweeter than 19 because 2020, we've learned so much about ourselves, about the industry. All the good yep. stuff is going to stay. All the not so good stuff is yep. just going to fall away. You know, suppliers that weren't great to us during the pandemic, we're not working with them anymore. We know, we've learned. And so as we move forward mm-hmm. in how we operate our businesses, we're just going to do it so much better. We've become such better advisors because of what we went through this year. We have a whole new set of skills, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, don't y'all agree that our community has become a lot tighter? Listen, there are definitely some people that need to get out of the industry. And I'm just going to say it on your podcast. Um, If you wake up in the morning and find yourself saying, I can't believe somebody traveled or somebody's talking about travel, you may, if I sound like a Jeff Foxworthy, you may be a redneck. You may need to ask yourself the hard question, which is, do I believe in my industry right. any longer? Because if you don't believe in the industry, that's okay. That's okay. Then you need to leave the industry. It break up with a bad marriage, right? If you believe in your industry, but you're just still concerned, you still have uh, challenges, you're still not sure which way to go, reach out to somebody and say, hey, I'm having a tough time getting through this. Help me understand how I can consolidate this within myself. There's two different messages there. One is, is if you don't believe in this industry, you should not be in it for your own good. If you do believe in the industry, but you're challenged, that means you have an opportunity to reach out to someone. And, you know, I always, my phone is always available. My phone number is 321-689-0521. You can call me, text me, and I will call you back. Ask anybody seven days a week. But going into 21, the narrative needs to really be, um, this is our comeback story. This is the comeback story. And I've said this since day one. At the end of this, wherever that ends up or the next rendition of it, the softer rendition of it, whatever that is, you're, you're going to get to say, I was in the middle of this story. I was a key component to this story. I was in the middle of one of the biggest business related stories, medical too, but from a business standpoint, they're going to be writing about this, studying it, studying the businesses that made it, studying the businesses that didn't make it, studying the businesses that emerged from it, studying entrepreneurs. There was a big burst of entrepreneurism coming on right now because people have been laid off. Now they get to say to themselves, all right, now I want to start a business here at TPI. We we are still signing on 30, 35 new advisors a month. Here at TPI, half of them new to the industry, other half are experienced or people who had done it before. So, you know, you're in the middle of that. You are a key component to that story. And you have to ask yourself going into 21, you know, when I go at the end of the year, when I'm writing my little thing in 22 about what I did in 21, you know, what role did I play? What narrative did I, did I share? What narrative did I spread? Was it a narrative of positive? Um, narrative of hope, a future, 
Um, did I get serious about my job, which my job is to help bring the world together through travel, um, better understanding and tolerance always happens in the travel that's done right. Um, you know, where are you in that story? And I'm very passionate about that because people who don't like themselves in this industry need to leave it for their own good because we need people who love the industry, that trust that we're not going to open up countries and that we're not going to open up doors to cruise lines or to hotels unless that that company, that country, that destination has done everything possible to make someone feel as confident in their travel journey. So, I mean, I literally, if you give me a soapbox, I will stand on it, but I believe that 100% and I believe in the human beings that are part of this industry. And I just, I'm excited for the sweetness of 21 because everything we've uh, done in the past has led us to the 21 comeback story. Love it. Love mm. it. Sorry. I can talk forever. <laughs> you know this about me, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, what are you guys, um, how are, Teresa, what's one thing you've, you're doing completely differently or something you're throwing away from uh, your lessons of 20? What I have found in 2020 is that the travel industry is incredible. Um, and I've seen so many signs of resilience. And also I've met a lot of folks who are new to the industry from the pandemic. So one thing that I did was actually create a service to help other travel advisors and hopefully later on in phase two of this um, to suppliers where I want to offer some kind of knowledge that I have um, to help travel advisors better market their fam experiences to serve their clients. And I fully believe that if you've been given if you've been given like gifts and talents in some way or another to to share that. And so this year gave me the opportunity to find the time, honestly, <laughs> to put something together <laughs> where like that is something that I've added on based on what I have learned. And also thank you to the encouragement of Kareen um, throughout mm -hmm. this entire process, because oftentimes we're just so stuck with what if it doesn't work? What if it's not valuable? Right. So Everything I learned in 2020, mm -hmm. I try to make it into something that can help our industry move forward and be better than ever. Yep. Yeah, that's your fam with intention, yes. right, yep. Teresa? I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm excited for so, that. Um, and you are, your gifts and talents um, emerge as your passions. And everyone knows when you're in your groove, uh, it doesn't feel like work. And then that's where a lot of people are like, I can't charge for this. And I bet you went through that. Like, I can't charge for this. It's, this is easy. Everyone knows that. No, it's not. No, they don't. Um, so instead of the what if, yep, yep, yep. Instead of the what if it doesn't, it's the what if it does. Like, what if it does work? And what if it does help? And then think and build on that story. And I truly believe that uh, with everything that you do that you know is your natural gift and talent, naturally entrepreneurs feel like they're not supposed to charge for it, which is just... <laughs> mind boggling to me, but, um, I know you probably suffered from that. Cause I know Absolutely. your you've just hit uh, it right Teresa. on the head. I'm just like, I feel like everyone knows this. But and I'm like, Teresa, don't be <laughs> selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so true. That's so true. So Corrine, what about you? I mean, you've made, obviously anyone who listens to your podcast knows the changes that you've personally made. I mean, you've really gone through all kinds of uh, transitions from the beginning and moved and, and everything. Is there something you're letting go of something you're no longer going to do or something you're adopting for 21? Um, 
No, it's more of everything. <laughs> it seems to be the, <laughs> yeah. seems to be the theme. Um, I am starting another new collaboration for January for something to offer my clients who are interested in increased efficiency and productivity. Um, so Travel Biz Boss was started pre-pandemic, but now it's just exploded. And I've gotten to partner with all these different people. And I've really realized, I guess what I'm letting go is go of is doing anything alone. I want to partner and collaborate in every single project that I do. I feel like it serves the travel advisor community better not to just get this one point of view. I just want to partner with all of the people that I admire and respect going forward to make sure uh, that we are a service to the industry. Because just like Teresa said, we are an amazing industry. The way everyone has pulled together, the way that people have been so innovative um, I feel like almost like a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. I don't know that anyone would believe exactly. that prior to this year, public speaking was something that was just a no go for me. Um, and I just, um, just love, just like you said, the passionate things really don't feel like work. And I would not have had time to pour things into the things I'm pour time into the things that I'm passionate about were it not for the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I would trade all of this for everyone to be healthy. Uh, I just think it's important to recognize the silver lining. And I realize not everyone has a silver lining, but I have and I and I feel it would be gross not to be grateful and appreciate that and, and do everything that I can with it. I don't apologize for being okay. You know, one of the things I noticed early, early on was that if you weren't down in the dumps, apparently you weren't in the mm. cool club. And um, I'm never going to be, for me, in my position at TPI and uh, kind of the face of our organization, as well as a pretty loud, cute voice uh, <laughs> in the industry, um, there was never going to be a time that I was going to be down in the dumps. Um publicly. There was never going to be a time, but I recognize that others were, I wanted to always be open and welcoming for those. But at the same time as a leader, um, it is our job to show a path. Uh, the whole idea of being a leader is that you are leading and a group of people are following or walking alongside with you or trying to see what you're doing and how can we do this together. Um, you're not a leader if you're just sitting still. And we have to figure it out. And that what if question is a great question. Um, but I always like to say, what if it does? Um, how cool would it be if, if you can finish that sentence, how cool would it be if, um, you know, once you know what you want and you are committed to making it happen, uh, the rest is just logistics. And Kareen, to your point, um, don't do it alone. There's no need to do it alone. There's other people out there who want to do something similar and they've got a strength that you don't have that will partner well with you. Um, but if you know what you want and you're committed to making it happen, the rest is literally just logistics. Figure it out. One, two, three, ABC, reach out to your community. Uh, we're all, we're all, I hate the, whole, uh, okay, I'm never using the word pivot. Unprecedented times. One day closer to the, the new normal. I'm so like, they need to be eradicated from the dictionary. Um, but it's, you know, 21, and that's what this is about. It's the kick into 21, not the kick away of 2020, but the kick into 2021 is that infinite game mindset 
that I am committed. I've just got to figure it out. And who can I hang out with that's going to help me figure it out? Reach deep, deep down into that, 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 that passion, that gut of yours and be honest with yourself. What is it that you really love to do? Um, there's nothing more exciting to hear somebody be honest with themselves and then realize, you know what? I don't like to sell. So maybe that's not my strength. I really like marketing. Um, and so I'm going to partner with someone who loves to sell that couldn't turn on an email marketing program to save their lives, right? Like partner with somebody else. Depart from what you think you're supposed to be and do. Depart, liberate yourself. Liberate your business. Depart from that and go forward. Um, people are waiting on you guys. They're waiting. They're relying on The world is relying on our industry to be able to help them move forward. They you really just made are. me think of something too, specifically about this year and like referring back to me saying a public speaking was a no-go, whatever. I feel like this year gave me that like, what do I have to lose mentality? So it doesn't matter. I've just gone for it. Whatever it is, I have just been like, oh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, yeah contact the people from the house hunters international show in the city where I moved in Mexico. And we just went to some wineries together, you know, like there's no one now that I'm afraid to contact or get in touch with. Um, there's, and that's also partly due to Teresa's influence. Um, (laughs) but, um, like it's sort of that, what do I have to lose at this point? You know, the, the travel business has been just totally kicked in the balls. (laughs) And now where do I go from here? I'm not, just like Dondra says, I'm not looking in the rear view mirror. I'm looking in the windshield and I just have these guts now that I didn't necessarily have before. I have no fear because I don't feel like there's anything to lose at this point. Correct. It's so funny when you're like, I reached out to them, you know, like it's, 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 it's this fear that what's going to happen. You reach out and they're going to what reach through <laughs> the, the Facebook message system and like choke you. Like what are they going to send you something in the mail that's going to, you know, spray on you? No, it's just they either answer or they don't. You know, it's as kind of as simple as that. But it's easy to say, not as so easy to do. So congratulations to you. And I want to make sure everyone who's listening that um, even if I don't personally know your story, I feel like I've heard so many stories of triumph, of frustration, of devastation. Um, but as long as you're able to tell that story, guess what? You continue to have more to your story. And um, it is really up to you to decide what you want that story to look like. You are the actual author of your little piece of our huge story together as a world, smaller into the United States, smaller into the travel industry, into your own neighborhood. And people are relying on you to, you never know who needs to hear something positive from you. Um, you know, I would encourage people to stop posting negative stuffs on social media. Um, uh, there's now vaccine, vaccine shaming I'm seeing now. How come you got a vaccine? My county doesn't let me get a vaccine. My brother's a, you know, a, a firefighter. He didn't get a vaccine. Why did you get, now we're vaccine shaming people? Really? Like just get off the social media, only post the positive, only post information, um, that's going to be helpful for others. Yeah. That's forward. your other point about being in control. You can't control other people. You can't control, you know, the government or huge organizations, but the one thing you can control is yourself. And I feel like I heard this on mm-hmm. um, the Donald Miller podcast. I can't recall. I've been listening to podcasts left and right just to, you know, make, help me learn this stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but they mentioned, you know, the only person you can control is yourself. So make sure you're like the best version of yourself, your reactions, you know, everything that, you know, 
you present to the world, that's what you can control. And speaking about Dondra, yeah. her her episode was wonderful because similar to you, Jen, she's so positive. And she mm-hmm. said throughout this time, even though the cruise industry has gone crazy basically and shut down, she never once felt dejected or angry or upset. She saw the situation mm-hmm. and then she said, okay, now how do we move forward from it? Because her attitude was what she could change yep. and what she could control. So I, I've been yep. really working on that it's- because oftentimes it's so easy to fall into the negativity, <laughs> um, but it's one thing to just... And Teresa... And Teresa, there's plenty of people who want you there and because they want someone there with them. So it's very easy to find people who could be negative. Um, it, that is the easy route. That's the lazy route. Oh, woe is me is lazy. What takes strength and fortitude and resiliency is to say, okay, that's not what I want. I got to figure out what I can do to make an impact any kind of influence. We don't have control over many, 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 many things, um, but do I have an influence over it? So it is easy, Teresa, to fall into that. And so just don't be part of that. That's I, I say that to people all the time. And sometimes we will, our team, um, TPI's got some private Facebook groups and somebody will post something and all of a sudden it goes off the rails and I'm like, boom, deleting that. Then I'm calling that person going, what's wrong? Why are you doing this? And they're, and they're always like, I don't know. I'm just so upset. I haven't made any commissions. Okay, that we can work with. The, 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 the negative opinion and putting somebody else down or encouraging people to be down. No, we're in the business of lifting people up. We, what you guys do is help people create lifelong memories, even if it's just for a long weekend. Um, I've said this before, you're not planning a honeymoon, a 10 day honeymoon, you're kickstarting a 50 year marriage. You know, you didn't put together a seven day cruise for a family of four. What you did is you gave a husband and wife a chance to get away. You gave two kids who are siblings a chance to fight on the ship together, learn together and develop those um, interpersonal skills with one another because they're going to have to support each other as their parents get older. What you guys do is you don't book travel. Stop thinking of it as booking travel. You, you, we are, this industry is the industry that makes the biggest impact in the world. And so you either believe in it. And if you are, keep listening to this podcast and others like it and talk to people um, and figure it out. Or you don't believe in it and get out and go find something that you do believe in because you deserve that, that you, you deserve to be in something that you love and that you can appreciate. Right. That's the deadly tough love speech. You guys have heard it before. And I think that when we're talking about, you know, we don't have control over the situation. That's true. We do have a choice. Always. We always have a choice. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is where it comes in. How do you choose to react? How do you choose to move forward from this? Um, So feeling helpless is understandable, but it is not productive. And Mm -hmm. you can only let yourself sit there for so long or you're out of the game. Yeah, you just get with a community. Get in, If you're not part of a community, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not part of a host agency or you're not part of some sort of mastermind group or you're not part of a, a community of other 
you know, travel advisors that want to lift each other up, find that community. Um, I know for us, we launched a, a Facebook page called Fiercely Forward. It's for all advisors. It's, it's, we have advisors in Canada and the United States. And we, I launched it just simply because I wanted a place for people. It didn't matter if it was TPI. I don't care. It's not a, it's not a recruiting tool. It's how can we support one another? What are some of the best practices and ideas? We don't talk about suppliers. We don't talk about anything, but like, how can we keep going and churning through this business? Find a community. Uh, there's plenty of them out there. Absolutely. What would you say, Jen, is one of the biggest takeaways for you from 2020 that you're going to take with you into 2021 that you would like to share with folks in the industry? Yeah. Oh, I love this question. Thank you. About five months, four months, in three months into this, I said to um, my best friend, Wendy, I said, you know what? I feel like I was built for this year. I feel like this year, every talent, gift, opportunity, words of wisdom, every single thing that the good Lord above gave me naturally, I w- my background, my experience built me for 2020. And I really believe that for myself. And so my takeaway though is, is not just for me. I believe every single person that is in 2020 that's listening to this podcast, because there's plenty that aren't, not yet. We need millions for sure. But you have to say to yourself, you were built for this. Your natural gifts and talents really rose to the occasion this year. This was the year that those came to the top. If you're still in business or you're still struggling to stay in business or you're struggling to start that business, use those gifts and talents. And this year, everything else was stripped away. And that's what you were really left with. You were really left with your talents and your gifts and your passions and the things that you had control over. And if you can tap into that and maybe just write out the five, six, seven things you're super proud of yourself for this year, you'll say to yourself, wow, I was built for this. I was built for this year. And to me, that is a a life lesson that I will take forever. And I will say that over and over again. That is the lesson. That is the one thing that I've learned here. We were built for this moment in time. Chills. Like I have chills. I'm wearing like a little sweater, but still. The burst of optimism and hope that I feel like a lot of us need, you know, we go through ups and downs throughout the year. Some, you know, we might get an announcement that, you know, things are opening up again only to be followed up by something else. And so it's been a roller coaster. And what has stayed true mm-hmm. was the fact that we are in this industry that is supportive of each other and it builds each other up. And once again, it's like the resilience of every, everyone that we've encountered Um, the way different businesses have changed up the, their business model, for example. And I, it's been so inspiring to me to go through this year with all of you guys, honestly. And yeah, I feel like we get to watch just what Jen just described, which is the best of people rising to the top. So I, I can mm-hmm. speak for me, that is true of myself. And I love that I'm just seeing it in everyone around me that just feeds me yeah. to do better. And just, you know, it's just like this wonderful, instead of a vicious cycle, it's like a wonderful cycle. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. this cycle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled that I was, uh, 
that fine wine and really good expensive piece of chocolate <laughs> that you saved for the end um, uh, because I've listened to you guys since day one and always, uh, you know, I text you guys. I'm like, yeah. oh, was I really, I'm listening to this. <laughs> this is really good. So proud of you guys. So, so yeah. proud of y'all and so proud for everyone who's listening. I'm so proud for everyone who's listening because that means you've done something. You've said that it's important to you. You know, if you're not listening to this podcast, you don't count. I mean, you do count in life. Right. I'm not saying that. What I mean is those that are listening are those that said they're taking an action of some sort um, to stay in the game, whatever that is to somebody else. To get in the game, stay in the game, be the game, the infinite game. Wow, that really came around nicely. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is recorded. You can always go back. I'm so much better than I realized. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, but we saved you for the end of 2020, but we actually saved you for the beginning because I feel exactly. like for this new year, mm -hmm. it's we're starting again. We're continuing the entire process. Yes. So thank you so much, Jen, for being on this episode with us. Um, I feel like I'm going to like cry after we. Did I depress you? Like we already no. had that conversation, Teresa. Call me. Three, two, one, six, eight, nine, zero, five, two, one. Um, it's okay. Um, it's, uh, I feel very honored. Honestly, I do. I feel very, very honored and just. Well, I feel like we nailed it. Like we kept talking about, we have to have Jen, where can we, but you're just too dang good to just slip in somewhere. We really needed it to be in like just the right spot. And I feel like we made exactly the right decision because I know I'm ready to kick some ass. Well, you guys go kick some butt out there and happy, happy new year and 21 to sweet new year. Happy new year to you, Jen. Happy new year to everyone who's listening. Best wishes for 2021. We'll see you soon. All right. It's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory. So you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to an article by Cheryl Rosen for Travel Research Online, travel advisors see success selling the future. She writes that the promise of a new vaccine set off a new kind of wave season in December. And suddenly, 2022 is looking to be the year we have all been hoping for, where unspent travel budgets, great promotions from suppliers, and visions of COVID-free travel finally meet. An article in Travel Age West asks, Will Alaska cruises actually set sail in 2021? Before Alaska sailings can happen, the CDC must approve each ship carrying 250 or more guests and crew after applicable lines sail simulated voyages per the CDC's current framework for conditional sailing order. At the time of publication, no one ship has received said approval. So even if they embark in Alaska next year, they may well be delayed and limited to week-long voyages, another potential stipulation within the framework. Another one from Travel Age West says that during this year's Avoya Travel Conference, River Cruise Line representatives laid out how they're preparing to return to service and what travel agents can expect for a 2021 resumption. If you sell river cruises, it's worth a read. Travel Weekly reports that American Airlines became the first U.S. carrier to return the Boeing 737 MAX back to commercial passenger service Tuesday, ending a pause in U.S. domestic operations, that has lasted since the aircraft's worldwide grounding more than 21 months ago. Another one from Travel Weekly says that Singapore Airlines is testing a digital health verification process on two routes with plans to spread it further across its network and eventually integrate the process into its mobile app. 
A headline for Travel Market Report says that Royal Caribbean is offering interest-free loans to travel advisors. Royal said it's planning on releasing details of the application process to advisors directly in January, but said that the program is designed to provide some financial wherewithal during the intervening period of slower-than-usual business. They also report that Disney Cruise Line has released new 2022 Caribbean sailings. According to Travel Agent Central, RV travel is a hot ticket and Signature has outlined new Goss RV options. Increasingly, clients are asking their travel advisor to assist with securing an RV rental. So on December 15th, Signature Travel Network announced a portfolio of new preferred partners, among them Goss RV. They also report that Abu Dhabi reopened to travelers on December 24th. International tourists, residents, and travelers from selected destinations flying with, I don't know how to pronounce this, Etihad Airways will be allowed to enter the Emirate without the need to self-isolate for 14 days. And last, go check out an article from afar called How Vaccine Passports Will Actually Work. Your vaccination status could soon be a part of your regular travel document arsenal, and this article has some great insight. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Next week, it will be a brand new year. And we'll be talking about a very typical subject for a New Year's resolution, organization and efficiency. We'd love to know your favorite organization and productivity tools. So send us a DM or email us at hello at the tin lounge.com. See next you week. in 2021. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.